ball game is over. Your final score will be 123 to 95. The Grizzlies get the victory. Now the Warriors searching for answers. Head back to the Bay after a one and four road trip. Final was uh, 123 to 95. Warriors trail 20 to 16 at the end of the first quarter, but they went for a stretch without scoring a point from the 303 mark of the first quarter. And then as they got into the second quarter, that drought continued. Warriors were stuck on 16 points for a long time. In fact, the Warriors did not get point number 17 until the 935 mark of the second. So they went roughly over five minutes without scoring and that turned the game. By that point, they were down by eight, quickly to be down by 10. They trailed by as many as 37. And uh, basically after, after that point, the game got out of hand very quickly. At one point in the uh, second quarter, the Warriors were kind of hanging around. They were down by 11 with the close to the halfway point of the quarter, but the Grizzlies really put it on them coming down the stretch of the second quarter and pushed the lead to 25 with a minute 52 to go in the quarter and led at halftime 63 to 37. And it was basically a garbage time second half. And by that, I mean, you know, the, the Warriors could make a 10-0 run, but it wasn't going to get them close enough to threaten the Grizzlies. And with the lineup the Warriors had tonight, wasn't going to make a difference. So, you know, they played well in the second half right. at times, but, you know, the game was already done then. So I think what you take out of this game, Jim, is is not the final score or even numbers by anybody, but just the fact that some of the young players got into a better rhythm in the second half. And now, you know, maybe hopefully the next time they're faced with this situation in their career, that maybe they get off to a better start and get that kind of performance early. Yeah, the operative word uh, in this game is for the future, is to get experience. And Moses Moody got experience. Kaminga got some more experience. He was much better in the second half than he was in that first half, pretty quiet. Uh, and Andrew Wiggins, uh, I, I think psychologically, he saw that uh, you know didn't have much of a chance and that may have affected his shooting because he just, just couldn't get it up tonight. Five of 15 from the floor. Uh, but I really like what Moses Moody did, particularly in the second half. He knows how to play. And, um, you know, you're, you're under man like that. They got killed. This, this Memphis team could, could field two teams. They, they can take, you can take ten of their best players, and you have two really good teams, five and five. Um, and they just really swamped the Warriors inside in the second quarter. They just went to the rim all the time, got all the rebounds, and just made life tough for anybody playing in that second quarter for them. And the game was essentially over at that point. Yeah, it's over. And and, and I guess, Jim, the, the one thing we could, you know, talk about right here on the, on the postgame show tonight is maybe not necessarily about this game. But now you go home and you've got Phoenix and Utah, two very tough games. Yep. Warriors haven't played up to that level, to those level of those two squads recently. Now, what could they do to try to come out on Wednesday night at home and be competitive with the team with the league's best record? Well, you can't feel sorry for yourself. You, you know you don't have Curry back, and you're going to have to do it. And this is where, uh, you, you know, I think I think Draymond, uh, I, I talked to Draymond earlier today, and, you know, he doesn't like this. He doesn't like to lose. He doesn't like to lose in the manner they've been doing it, in fact. And this has been a tough road trip for him to swallow, and I think for the whole team. Uh, and I think Steve Kerr and the coaching staff is uh, – you know, they're, 
they're wanting to do better and they know they can do better and they know they need to do better. Uh, but it starts at the defensive end and tonight their defense was really, really lacking. And, uh, and even the young guys, you, you've got to develop good habits. And so uh, we, we've seen, like you, you gave some numbers of how they were defensively and where they are now right. defensively. And it's, it's a stark difference and not acceptable. And a lot of that is mental. I think it'll help uh, right now with when Andre Iguodala's coming back. I think that helps. It helps the second unit when he's out there and he keeps them uh, informed and, and in, in line, if you will. But um, th this team, we're not going to know what the team is about until Stephen Curry comes back. And there's a psychological effect right there, not only the physical effect and the numbers and, and the stats, uh, the changes there, and the pressure that he takes off uh, Wiggins, who has more open shots, the pressure he takes off for Clay Thompson. Um, you, you need this. In order to compete in this league, you need your complete roster. And you need those players that have been around, that have had experience, that have championship experience. And uh, that's why it's very, very important for Stephen Curry to get back. And it'd be nice to get back. You can't rush it, but uh, they never do it nowadays anyway, I know. But he, it'd be really behoove everyone if Curry could get back and play two or three games before the playoffs hit. Because uh, it's going to come upon you, and if you're not ready to play, uh, it, it's not a it's not a gimme in the first round. No, it's not a gimme in the first round, especially this year when there's so much balance. And, you know, the Warriors right now have to be worried. Now they're only a game and a half ahead of Dallas. Right. For the, the number four spot. And Utah is lurking there, though they have been struggling as well. So uh, so I think right now that, you know, the Warriors have to take care of their own house, worry about their own house, try to get better and get ready for the postseason because whether it's Playing, say that if they hang on to number three, and uh, and play the, the the seventh team that comes out of the playing bracket, or if they're playing a four-five series with Utah or Dallas, they're going to have to be a lot better than what they've shown lately. Yep. And and so so really, just take care of what they have to do. And I can tell you right now, you don't want it'll be it'll be catastrophic if they slipped and did not have home court advantage in that first round, because that would be a huge psychological effect on them. I believe it would. I, I, that you would uh, go in with that and you'd have a lot to prove and there'd be a lot of pressure and uh, you, you don't want that right there. Well, especially in the fact that you have some young players who have not been in this situation before. Yep. You know, guys like like Jordan Poole, even Andrew Wiggins has not been in this situation before. That's true. You know, and, and playing in a tough, you know, uh, series where there's a lot of pr pressure. He did play in Minnesota, but but still, you know, he doesn't have a lot of experience in the postseason. Gary Payton the second. These are all guys who are going to be part of the, your rotation. You know, Kaminga and Moody. And so, um, so, so really, you know, you'd like to start at home to give those guys a little bit of a yeah. comfort level as they learn what playoff basketball really is all about. And you want everyone healthy, particularly I'm talking about the key guys. And I'm talking about Curry and Thompson and uh, – obviously Draymond Green, because they will be able to help them along psychologically uh, and how to handle this stuff. And they, they can be the leaders out there on the floor, not just in the stat line and everything like that, but they'll be emotionally uh, capable of leading these guys and, and embracing them and empowering them, if you will. Well, kind of a nice scene right now. Moses Moody heading on the floor. You know, he's got family and friends 
who came out tonight. Moses playing the one-year college ball at Arkansas, which is literally right across the river here, right across the Mississippi River here. So the next time when we, we come back here next year or come back here in a, a playoff situation this year, I'm going to get an Uber. I'm going to ride across the bridge. I'm going to step out for a second, pick up a little scrape of Arkansas sto soil, and that will leave me with only one state I have never been to. There are two states right now I've never been to. You've South Dakota and Arkansas. South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota. That's interesting, but you've been to North Dakota. I've been to North Dakota. I've done a game I've been at, to South, but not North. There you go. Interesting. You and did not do. We, we stepped We stepped off the plane in Alaska. We did. Well, I had been there before anyway. But, okay. But, yeah. But, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I did, I did a Dakota Wizards game in North oh, Dakota. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, back in no, the I haven't been to North Dakota, and that's yeah. the only state I haven't been in, into, yeah, stepped into. So uh, Bismarck I'll, is calling your name. Bismarck, yes. And, by the way, I'll share the Uber with you. And okay. And it's only cost you half price. I'd like to do the same. Okay. Sounds go good. Across. Sounds good. That's Jim Barnett. I'm Tim Roy. Thank you, JB. We'll uh, let's 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 go home. Time to go home now. Yes, it is. All right.